Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in, I sure do appreciate you joining me and giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have other things you could do, so... I'm grateful. I hope y'all had a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend break. Especially for those of y'all who are students and got out of school for hopefully a week, but at least a few days. Hopefully you got to spend some time with family and friends and maybe even eat a little bit of good food and hopefully, maybe, thought about God just a little bit and our relationship to him individually and as a nation. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the people that listen to the podcast and share it. Be with them and their families. Guide them, bless them, protect them from evil. Awaken our hearts to you, Father. Show us what you want us to do. Give us the wisdom to see it, the courage to act on it, and the perseverance to maintain, to stay true to course. Watch over those who are hurting. Who feel alone and abandoned, who are scared. Be with them, comfort them, bring them your peace. Thank you for the many blessings that you've bestowed upon us, Lord. Forgive us for not acknowledging them more often. Guide us as a nation. Guide my words here, Father, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So I know Thanksgiving is over, but we're still in November, and I thought just because it's it's a piece of history and it's important uh, and it really shows the relationship between our nation and God early on and what we need to get back to, that that I would read through a couple more. It's interesting to note, although we have certainly secularized Christmas today, you don't see a lot of Christmas proclamations, but you do see these Thanksgiving, fasting, prayer, humiliation proclamations 
throughout our nation's history. It's almost like our founders felt like God and Jesus Christ should be part of our everyday lives. Not just relegated to one special day or season. Just like they talked about so frequently as we have read multiple times. You can go back and look throughout this just this last month. That's one of the great things about these proclamations. That they felt like your Christian faith ought to be part of your public life. Not just relegated to your private life. And the public life in particular, folks, in particular, the public life of the nation. So your institutions, your policy, your laws, your constitution, your judges, the way we treated criminals, the way we prosecute, the way we treated citizens, just across the board, the way we treat immigrants, that it ought to go back to God and the teachings of Christ. You know, you go back. Haven't said it in a few podcasts. One definitely one of the quotes that I ought to use constantly is George Washington's quote, it's impossible to rightly govern the world without God and the Bible. You know, and some of y'all, you can translate this into your own personal lives, uh, I think, pretty easily. Any of y'all that have lost uh, a parent, a spouse, a child, just somebody real close to you, you know, a lot of times, and it's it's not done to be cruel, it's just kind of unthinkingly done. People will say, when you get real close to that one date, whenever you lost that person, people then they become really concerned and and it's kind that they're concerned but you kind of want to look and go you know I'm, i miss this person all the time right it's it's not just on the day when i actually lost them and and in a way i think that translates to our founders feelings toward God. It's it's not like we're just supposed to recognize God when we, you know, one time a year, one part of the year, or maybe a couple. It ought to be an ongoing relationship that's that's the key to our our personal life, our marriages, our families, our nation, our communities, our schools, our states our military, our law enforcement, our firefighters, like all these different institutions at the core of each of them should be this relationship that we have between God and Jesus Christ. And and you can see the farther that we get away from God and Jesus Christ, the more this evil, leftist, socialist, communist, woke, cancel culture, all of this, whatever you want to call it, all this stuff starts to creep in. So we're going to fight that just a little bit. Uh, We're going to read through a a day of fasting and humiliation, not Thanksgiving again, uh, from 1799. This is again by President Adams. 
There's a great, by the way, if you read biographies, uh, if you enjoy biographies at all, there's a phenomenal biography. Uh, I say phenomenal. It's, it's pretty good. Maybe phenomenal was a little bit over the top. By David McCullough on John Adams. And uh, it's great. So if you get a chance and you like biographies, highly recommend it. There's a whole lot of stuff in there. See, that that's the kind of thing. Why in our high schools, and this is a rhetorical question, there's a couple reasons, uh, but that ought to be reading. That ought to be the type of book that we go through and look at as high school students. And and some of y'all say, well, we don't have enough time, you know, to teach general history and then go back and look at specific books. And you're right, we don't because we have so much junk crammed in there. If we're going to keep the kids for, geez, eight hours plus a day, this ought to be the kind of reading that we do, these proclamations. A biography, John Adams, easily fits into either history or English class, both. Just like the Bible, folks. You want something that teaches English, that teaches history, that makes students better every time they open it? The only book that's guaranteed to impart some kind of wisdom every single time the Bible. So, by the President of the United States of America, a proclamation. As no truth is more clearly taught in the volume of inspiration, nor any more fully demonstrated by the experience of all ages, than that a deep sense and a due acknowledgement of the growing providence of a supreme being and of the accountableness of men to him as the searcher of hearts and righteous distributor of rewards and punishments are conducive equally to the happiness and rectitude of individuals and the well-being of communities. As it is also most reasonable in itself that men who are made capable of social arts and relations who owe their improvements to the social state and who derive their enjoyments from it, should, as a society, make their acknowledgments of dependence and obligation to him who hath endowed them with these capacities and elevated them in the scale of existence by these distinctions. As it is likewise a plain dictate of duty and a strong sentiment of nature, that in circumstances of great urgency and seasons of imminent danger, earnest and particular supplications should be made to him who is able to defend or to destroy. As, moreover, the most precious interests of the people of the United States are still held in jeopardy by the hostile designs and insidious acts of a foreign nation. 
as well as by the dissemination among them of those principles subversive of the foundations of all religious, moral, and social obligations that have produced incalculable mischief and misery in other countries. And, as in fine, the observance of special seasons for public religion, religious solemnities is happily calculated to aver the evils which we ought to depreciate, deprecate, and to excite to the performance of the duties which we ought to discharge by calling and fixing the attention of the people at large to the momentous truths already recited, by affording opportunity to teach and inculcate them by animating devotion and giving to it the character of a national act. For these reasons, I have thought proper to recommend, and I do hereby recommend accordingly, that Thursday, the 25th day of April next, be observed throughout the United States as a day of solemn humiliation, fasting, and prayer. That the citizens on that day abstain as far as may be from their secular occupations, devote the time to the sacred duties of religion in public and in private, that they call to mind our numerous offenses against the Most High God, confess them before Him, with the sincerest penitence, implore his pardoning mercy through the great mediator and redeemer for our past transgressions, and that through the grace of his Holy Spirit we may be disposed and enabled to yield a more suitable obedience to his righteous requisitions in time to come. That he would interpose to arrest the progress of that impiety and licentiousness in principle and practice so offensive to himself and so ruinous to mankind, that he would make us deeply sensible that righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people, that he would turn us from our transgressions and turn his displeasure from us, that he would withhold us from unreasonable discontent, from disunion, faction, sedition, and insurrection, that he would preserve our country from the desolating sword, that he would save our cities and towns from a repetition of those awful pestilential visitations under which they have been lately suffered so severely, and that the health of our inhabitants generally may be precious in his sight. That he would favor us with fruitful seasons, and so bless the labors of the husbandmen, as that there may be food and abundance for man and beast. That he would prosper our commerce, manufactures, and fisheries and give success to the people in all their lawful industry and enterprise. That he would smile on our colleges, academies, schools, and seminaries of learning, 
and make them nurseries of sound science, morals, and religion. That he would bless all magistrates, from the highest to the lowest. Give them the true spirit of their station. Make them a terror to evildoers and praise to them that do well. That he would preside over the councils of the nation at this critical period. Enlighten them to a just discernment of the public interest and save them from mistake, division, and discord. That he would make succeed our preparations for defense and bless our armaments by land and by sea. That he would put an end to the effusion of human blood and the accumulation of human misery among the contending nations of the earth by disposing them to justice, to equity, to benevolence, and to peace and that he would extend the blessings of knowledge, of true liberty, and of pure and undefiled religion throughout the world. And I do also recommend that with these acts of humiliation, penitence, and prayer, fervent thanksgiving to the author of all good be united for the countless favors which he is still continuing to the people of the United States and which render their condition as a nation eminently happy when compared with the lot of others. Given, etc. John Adams. <laughs> lot there, folks. <laughs> oh, can you not see how good this would be for our students to study throughout the year at different periods and you could spend so much time on it if the teachers had the ability to really teach students what they needed to know about our country and our history and our faith. We're going to come back and uh, talk about this on the next podcast and kind of break it down uh, because it obviously took most of this podcast. But the one overwhelming theme in my head as I'm reading this, there's two. One is everything goes back to God. Everything, every single aspect of our nation. Right, And the other is the intensity and seriousness, the, the magnitude, the weight that you can just feel in John Adams' statements here, how important this is. And I wonder how many things in our lives do we really put that kind of weight to? Do we really take things, anything, this seriously 
until we get to a point of heartache and pain. Whether it's uh, death of someone we love, financial ruin, hardship. Attacks on our person, our family. You know, if we if we focused as much before the calamities came on God and our relationship with Him, you have to wonder what our nation would look like. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Hope y'all have a good day. Looking forward to it.